0: One point three FM serial. My radio station, your radio station, our
1: radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi barakatuh. Welcome to The Voice of the Cape 91.3. The time uh, exactly precisely uh, on our side, 11.32 on a beautiful morning. It's not too hot, not too cold, but in all conditions and every situation we still praise and we thank Almighty Allah for the health and for this gift of iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. It is a Sunday morning and as you know, this is your time to relax. It's your time to unwind, and it's also your time to benefit from the programs here on the west of the west of the voice of the Cape. Sorry, um, reading a message here at the same time. So, our program today, we're going to have our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's. Our Sheikh will be with us, and then also. Uh, we'll be sharing some of the the Advice, I think we will start off with Some adkar, and thereafter I think as of 12 Then Sheikh will get into some nasiha As well, so that will be our program For the duration of this morning So do stay tuned, once again if you do have Family and relatives and um, Your loved ones that's not uh, That's abroad that is You can tell them to go to the website Of The Voice of the Cape, and they can live Stream these programs, I'm sure they can also Download it as podcasts. so can still take heed and benefit from these programs that we that we host during the course of the week, and especially these spiritual programs, very really uplifting, and uh, definitely something that is uh, beneficial to all of us. So let us welcome our respected and beloved guests to the studios of the Voice of the Cape, and uh, yes, uh, turn up the volume of your radios and make sure that everyone is present. Bring the children, bring the family, bring everyone closer to the radio. As we listen to our beloved Sheikh Share with us some very important advice For this morning, inshallah Sheikh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah, bihairawi Sheikh al-hamdulillah, al-hamdulillah, alhamdulillah, good al-hamdulillah. spirit, inshallah Good inshallah, spirit, inshallah, so inshallah. definitely we get to have some inshallah. Goodness coming this morning, inshallah As per usual, Sheikh always start off with Some dhikr and yes. some benefits And virtues yeah. of athkar and inshallah. so on Allah. Sheikh? Shukran بسم الرحيم الحمد لله
2: العالمين والسلام على سيد المرسلين وامام المتقين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله وسلم رب ويسر لأمري من قولي اللهم لا تكلني الى نفس من ذلك my dear beloved mothers and fathers and dear beloved sisters and brothers and dear and beloved and honorable youth and children And dear listeners of the Voice of the Cape, I greet you all with the universal greetings of love and peace and honor, respect, understanding, tolerance and mercy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and a privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles or wherever you are here in South Africa or anywhere else in the world. And as we normally say, you can be far away, but you are very close to the to the voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. Allow me to remind you, my dear brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala states in the Holy Quran, "بعد عذب من شيطان إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي. يَا أَيُّ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْنِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ Indeed, certainly, without any doubt, Allah and Allah's malaika billions and billions of malaika يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي Continuously, Allah and Allah's malaika continuously put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. What an honor. Ya Iwal Amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu Oh you believe, you also take the honor and the opportunity and the advantage to put salawat and salam on the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi. Let me also once again take the honor of reminding your honourable selves that our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Don't forget, please to say. Don't, don't forget, please to say. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If you hear oh. the name of Sayyidina Muhammadin, we have done that two weeks ago. When we, when we, when we related the hadith that the Nabi Ali said wasallam climbed the mimbar once and thrice, Rasul three times Rasulullah said Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. and. The, the Sahaba asked our oh, beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Ya Rasulullah Why did you say the first time that you be here That you say Amin, Amin, Amin Rasulullah says Jibareel Alayhi salam was present And he made three du'as And I said Amin Amin means may Allah accept And the first du'a is May the curse of Allah be on the person That cut the month of Ramadan in And was not forgiven He didn't change his life And I said Amin And may the curse of Allah be on the person he got either both his parents or one of his parents in old age and he didn't make it to the Jannah. Ya yeah, salam. And I said, Amin. And Jibareel, alayhi salam said, May the curse be on the person that hear your name and they don't say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So please, whenever we hear the name Sayyidina Muhammad, sal- then please, my dear listeners, say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So I want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi Wasallam says, من صلى علي من أمة صلاة مخلصا من قلبه. صلى الله عليه بعشر ورفعوه بعشر درجات وكتب له عشر حسنات ومحى عنه بعشر سيئات. وسأيبه of my ummah put one salah on me. by just by, by just saying for example, Allah مصلي عليه سيدنا محمد. مخلصا من قلبه. My dear listeners, in this hadith, Rasulullah teaches us how to put salawat on Rasulullah with, with love and with passion and sincere from the heart Allah will put 10 salawat on Allah on you 10 mercy from Allah on you and Allah will raise you 10 darajat and Allah subhan will write down as if you've done 10 good deeds and Allah will wipe out 10 of your sins now all of us or most of us we've already heard this hadith so many times but as you know, my dear listeners, we don't mind to remind one another because we need reminders. And as I always tell people, <laughs> that when, whilst we are looking at TV, we, we, get, we get other reminders 30 times, 50 times more than that. Every day, inviting us to the mother of all sins, Heineken larger, Castle larger, and Black Label larger, and so many type of wines. And nobody complains. So we as Muslims, we won't complain when we once in a week are reminded every week of this hadith because it will be so beneficial. And please don't confine your understanding to whosoever put one salah. That is not the deeper meaning of the hadith. The deeper meaning of the hadith is, for example, if you make time to put a hundred salawat on Rasulullah, only a hundred, it takes you five minutes or even less. Then Allah will put a thousand salawat from Allah on you. A thousand mercy from Allah. Can you imagine? And Allah will raise you a thousand darajat. And Allah will write down for you in the book that you will receive on the day of Qiyamah that you have done a thousand good deeds every day. Subhanallah. And Allah subhanallah will wipe out a thousand of your sins. Allahu Akbar. So please join me, my beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth.
3: اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على Sayyidina محمد al-Nabi al Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallim Allahumma salli Alihi wa wa
2: salim. Allahu Akbar. The whole of Cape Town and the surroundings are is blessed with the salawat on our beloved Nabi Muhammad Ali. My dear beloved ones, in this part of the programme we share with one another the different du'as and dhikr given to us by the greatest spiritual leader. And the greatest mentor ever, and that is our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And allow me to quickly remind you, quickly remind you that Nabi Nabi Musa requested from Allah, Oh Allah grant me and give me something special to remember you with Ya Allah. And Allah told Nabi Musa, Ya Musa, say La ilaha illallah. Nabi Musa said, Ya Allah, everybody is saying that. I want something more special. Allah said to Nabi Musa, just to indicate to him, that how that, that, great is this zikr. Ya Musa, if you had to put the, these words, La ilaha illallah on one part of the scale, and the seven heavens and the earth, Allahu Akbar, on the other part of the scale, then the words of La ilaha illallah will outweigh the seven heavens and the earth. Subhanallah, Allahu Akbar. Now so what does mean? It is, it is the greatest dhikr after the Quran, Allahu Akbar. So that you, can, you can imagine what's the meaning of that? The greatest dhikr and the greatest way to remember Allah is by reading the Quran. So uh, I want to quickly say to you, my beloved ones, keep your tongue moist. Oh, was the tongue a nut? With la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. Every day and every opportunity, talking about every day and every opportunity, one of our mothers, a listener of the voice of a cape from Paul, from Fanny Perel, she phoned me last month and she told me, Yeah, Sheikh, I make good use of, of, the, of the words and the du'as and the dhikr that uh, Sheikh gives us on a Sunday morning. She says she make use of any opportunity. Whenever she walks, wayne, whenever she loop or she's somewhere, she make use of saying, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Yeah, b'lalala.
1: Bismillah. Sheikh, we're going to go for our ad very quickly. I do apologize for, for that at this time. We're going to go for our ads and we come back and Sheikh will continue, inshallah.
0: The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.
1: You tune to The Voice of the Cape 91.3. Our guest today, our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel is with us and uh, sharing with us very uh, very uh, inspiring advice and uh, definitely do uh, tell all your family and your friends to tune into The Voice of the Cape. I think we'll go up until 12. We'll break at uh, approximately 12 once again for the news. Allow Sheikh to continue. Shukran, Uh
2: My dear beloved mothers and fathers, sisters, brothers, uh, as we were saying, to we received a call from one of our mothers, from Paul, from Imperial, and saying things, she's making use of each of opportunity uh, while driving or walking to say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. We're just going to ask uh, Sister Abida to play for us, uh, Astaghfirullah, we ask Allah to forgive all of us, all the Muslims in Cape Town, in South Africa, all over the world. And we make near with this Astaghfirullah, Allah forgive our parents, our Ameen. families, Ameen. and each and everyone, inshallah. Bismillah.
4: في <تصفيق> الله استغفر الله بِاللَّهِ
2: إِشْتَرَافٍ بِاللَّهِ and Nabi Muhammad says Mal lazim al Just listen to this hadith My beloved ones Whosoever consistently Every day ask Allah forgiveness Allah subhanahu wa will Remove all your worries and your concerns And Allah will resolve All your problems Allahu Akbar. And Allah will grant you rizq Allah Subhanahu you Sustenance, rizq ya libit, rizqni. So please continue To make istighfar And then our mother from Nepal she says That she she believes in the following words that it helped her. The du'a That added, we've made so many times. Ya Allah, ya Hayyu, ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika astaghith. Oh Allah, the All-Living, the Sustainer, with with Your mercy, Ya Allah, I ask for help. I'm asking for oh, help, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, ya Hayyu, ya Qayyum, bi rahmatika nastaghith. And she she says. Sy, 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 sy deel het met amal haar families en vrienden en neighbors maak die doa of sê die woorde, Allah gaan vir jou help, want sy het by soekrand vir da, da die moeder van die perl wat ingebel het because, uh, alhamdulillah, and sy, sy also says in conclusion uh, een van die iets wat sy geleerd op sonde ochende, om in suju te sê, uh, ja Rob, uh, toba ya Rabbi, toba ya Rabbi, toba astaghfirullah, toba ya, she says, she just love it Allah, Akbar. and it is beautiful my dear listeners, it's beautiful, it's it's wonderful. When you are so close to Allah, the closest to Allah, and you say, Tawbah ya Rabbi, Tawbah astaghfirullah. Tawbah ya Rabbi, Tawbah astaghfirullah. So yes, my beloved ones, make good use of your limited time to say in abundance, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. You know, when I was in Tarim in Yemen two years ago, they they showed me a person and said to me, that person, that man there, he says every day 10,000 times, La ilaha illallah. Now I'm just a bit, I'm, I'm not sure. It 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 could either be they said to me 10,000 times or 100,000 times. But let us confine it to 10,000 times. Imagine saying every day of your life 10,000 times, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. Akbar. One of my our brothers, one of our, the musallis, uh, I, I, I always share this uh, with, with, with the Musallis And the community So this brother came to me He said to Sheikh I, I, I've started I can't do 10,000 But I start. I'd worked out something I said to myself uh, Before every wakt I'm going to say A hundred times La ilaha illallah And after every wakt I'm also going to say A hundred times La ilaha illallah What does it mean? For the day He has completed Saying a thousand times La ilaha illallah so, I've timed myself now when I came from Beatles Plain to the studio. Just to time how much time it takes from your 24 hours. Wallahi, saying La Ilaha Illallah 100 times, just over 2 minutes. To be exact, 2 minutes and 7 seconds. It took me to say 100 times, La Ilaha Illallah, La Ilaha Illallah. So imagine this brother, his name is Muhammad, he said to me, Sheikh, I've started, I, I can't do, he's honest, I can't do 10,000. And, 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 and I, in fact, I want to advise everyone and myself, don't start with 10,000. The Nabi Muhammad says, Allah just loves those people. When they do something, they do it consistently. Even if it's a minute, even if it's a little. I said, they're the bitches. But they do it every day. Allah just loves those people. So don't start with 10,000. Start with 500 or start with a 1,000 every day of our lives. La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. My dear beloved ones, crime and the crime situation in South Africa is out of control. Hijacking, break-ins. Now more than any other time, my dear beloved mothers and fathers, sisters, brothers, now more than any other time we need to make full use of the weaponry Given to us By our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam For protection Allah Akbar Imagine our beloved Nabi Muhammad Ali wa sallam says Whosoever reads Three times in the morning Qul Allah ahad Allahu samad Lam yalida Walam yulada Walam yakul Walam yakul law ahad And three times Qul a'udhu birabbil falak من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا ومن شر النفاثات في العقاد ومن شر Hasidin إذا حسد And three times كُلْ نَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَهِ النَّاسِ مِن شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ أَلَّذِي يُوَسْمِسُ فِي سُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ Listen to what Rasulullah says مِنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ It is enough for you for everything and against everything. It is recorded, my dear listeners, and please listen to this. It is recorded that an, our beloved Nabi Muhammad said that before the revelation of these three surahs, Rasulullah seek protection Allah in different ways and with different words. But since the since the 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 the, the, the um re- revelation of these three surahs there was no other way that the Nabi Muhammad seek protection in Allah, but through the three calls, three times every morning, and three times every evening, Allahu Akbar. And what must mean? So please, please make use and believe in the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Another no, words and, uh, uh, um, that uh, that we receive from Rasulullah more valuable words. The Nabi Muhammad says, "Who say ever reads after Fajr and after Maghrib three times." Shayun Fil Ard, In the name of Allah, with whose name nothing in this world and nothing in the Sama will do you any harm. Rasulullah says, My dear listeners, I'm repeating myself. Rasulullah says, if you say three times in the morning. And three times in the evening, nothing in this world will be able to harm you. Allahu Akbar. Do you know what this mean? More information for protection. Any person that reads Ayatul Kursi, Ayatul Kursi is the greatest ayah in the Quran. The greatest ayah in the Quran. Allahu Akbar. If you read it, your house will be protected and 40 houses around you will be protected. Oh. Allahu la ilaha Illahu huwal qayyum. لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض من ذا الذي يشفى عنده
3: إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء وسيع كرسي السماوات والأرض ولا يؤده حفظ ما وهو العلي العظيم
2: شواتم اسم it's all about protecting ourselves and our families and our homes with the kudr of Allah, with the kudr of Allah. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, if you enter your house, especially at night time, and you say these words, Rahim, in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says to us, the shaitan says to the other shayateen, there's no place for us in this house, Allah. Your house is protected from the jinn. Imagine, just by saying Bismillah, rahmanir Rahim. I always say that unfortunately in Cape Town, some people tell you we must to to to, to keep the shaitans out of the house. You must throw bori en masala en and piep in is, en aga die shaitan So, uitkom. Sommige mense sê, jy moet uitloop by die shaitan uitby die achterdeen. Sommige mense sê, jy moet die speel toemaak, en die eens konsoen toesit, en and die anders konsoen toesit. Amal die goed is, hou die shaitan binnen in All you need to do is to say, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, in the name of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. So what Muslims? mean? So please make use, imagine our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallam. Before the Nabi Muhammad went to sleep, Rasulullah read three times in his uh, in in, his, uh, in the palm of his hands. Bismillahir Rahman Rahim Kulhu Allah Ahad, Allahu samad. Lam yalida Walam yulada Walam Ya Kulla Kufun Ahad, and then Fadi Nabi Muhammad the Nabi Sahirda and blessed hands and fani kupaf and Nabi Muhammad we everdi anakanhal. Just imagine all hands slap Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. One of our uh, 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 Scholars from, from, uh, from, from Algeria that were here A, p- a few months ago I see as a man is going to sleep in the morning It good to drink a glass of water Before you sleep In the eyes of the Quran You know The fact that you are reading the Quran The water that goes down in your body It's the whole body Are, are protected Because of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Inshallah
1: On that note We have to go for For the news At 12 First our ads And then for our news And we'll come back With Sheikh Very important information But we are to end of there But sheik We'll come back After the break Inshallah
0: The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Serial
1: Once again, welcome back to our program We're on The Voice of the Cape 91.3. This is our program. And uh, before the break, before the uh, news, Sheikh was uh, giving us some explanation with regards to adhkar and the importance thereof. And just before we ended off that segment, um, Sheikh was telling us about the water and reciting over the water and how beneficial it can be. Also protecting our homes merely by reciting verses of the Qur'an. Not all those little things that people tend to do. Uh, so, inshallah, let us allow Sheikh to continue because it was very inspirational and also be- very beneficial to all of us. So, I'd like that everyone and each and every one of us can benefit from this. Shukran Moolanah. Yeah. Uh,
2: dear listeners, I, I just want to remind you again that I've, I've said so many times, but we are human beings and we forget uh, that a friend of mine uh, told me, uh, his name is Abu Muhammad from Palestine, that uh, since he decided to, to drink, uh, sorry, to whenever he drink a glass of water, he would read Suratul Al-Fatiha on the water. And he says that since that time, he felt, he feels much more healthier. And I can also tell you that since I took the advice of Abu Muhammad, I also feel much more healthier, alhamdulillah. The oh. so, Nabi Muhammad says, Surah, Ka, Surah Al-Fatiha, kafiya wa Shafi'ah. It is a cure and it is enough, Allahu Akbar. It is the greatest surah in the whole Quran, subhanallah. Now uh, uh, allow me to say that the fact of, of life is that we are always in a rush. You know, we are in a hurry, we, we haven't got time. No, you must make time, it's, it's your health. So, so take your time, it takes about a few seconds or a half a minute to read surah Fatiha, but it's, the benefit is going to be inshallah huge. Read Surah Fatihah, all, all the mummies and daddies also when you give water to your children. Take your time to read Surah Al Fatiha and believe in it that Allah is going to grant inshallah for your children and yourself a cure to all sicknesses inshallah, bi yeah. I also want to say, uh, seeing that we, were, we talk about protection and, and I'm, I'm saying again, the, the, the crime situation in South Africa is out of hand. We ask Allah to protect us, but mm-hmm. it's really out of hand. So to take the advice of Rasulullah. When you leave the house, says Rasulullah, uh this must buy special. So owns an al in a very special way. You understand? We are the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad. We we pride we pride ourselves. We are very proud that we belong to the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad in Rasulullah says if you leave the house, uh, And you say, Bismillah, I leave the house in the name of Allah. But I want to I want to I want to uh, drive it home first to myself and to your honourable selves that we must say it with feeling as, mu- as must not be just by the way, Bismillah let they say with a feeling like for example, you can hear my voice now, I leave the house in the name of Allah. Look at the difference Bismillah Rahim, I leave the house in the name of Allah, the most gracious the most merciful, Billah. I firmly believe in Allah, Billah. And I hold on to Allah. to Allah. And I put my trust in Allah. لا حول ولا قوة إلا الْعَظِيمِ Jamaat Muslims, listen to what Rasulullah says. Rasulullah says two things happen if you do it. Every time when you leave the house. The shaitan says, minni. This person, he is safe. He is free from me. I can't do any, any harm to him. Any whispering. Allahu Akbar. The second benefits Rasulullah says with the power and the barakah of these words, Allah will protect you until you come back home. Allahu Akbar. So please do it. You know, I I I I, drove, uh, um, I I don't want to mention the place because names are expensive. Hmm. At this place, at that at this place, uh, at the robots, at the traffic lights, it's written there. Uh, be be away. It is a smash and grab area. Hotspot. That's the name. It's, it's a, it, the, the council has put a bo- boat on Molena.
5: Mm.
2: Smash and grab hotspot. That is what, uh, unfortunately, South Africa is. May Allah protect us and mm. bring back morality and decency. Mm. And, you know, I, I, I recently said to, to, to the listeners of The Voice of a Cape, I can remember it was on a, on a Jumu'ah, live Jumu'ah, that I fondly remember when I was a child and even a young man you could put your your milk bottle outside with the money. This was just recently in Cape Town. With the money in the bottle. And the milky man will come later on and he will re- take your bottle with the money and replace it with a bottle of milk. Two liters of milk of one and a half liters. Mm-hmm. And the milk will stand there for a few hours. Nobody will take it. That, that was Cape Town. Allahu Akbar. What happened? But anyway, the point I want to make is my dear brothers and sisters, please make use of, of the gems that was given to us by our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasallam. My dear listeners, now we go to our normal top topic on a Sunday, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. So what's the meaning of negotiating pathways? Negotiating means to work out ways to, to, to make sure that we have a successful marriage. That is your responsibility, both husband and wife. Both of you must work out You must discuss, you must bring about and negotiate pathways to make sure that your marriage will be a successful marriage. It is one of the greatest things in this world. It is one of the most wonderful things in this world. It is one of the most beautiful things in this world to have a successful marriage. Allahu Akbar. My dear beloved brothers and sisters, because of this great period that we are in now, I'm referring now to The period of Hajj We are now in the months of Hajj Dhul Qaada. Next month will be Dhul Hijjah We are just a month away From the big day The day of Arafah Allahu Akbar I, I want to make use of, of Of this great period To encourage And to motivate All couples To go for Hajj Especially those who haven't been for Hajj yet Allahu Akbar Allow me to remind you my dear ones, that Hajj is part of the foundation of Islam. Islam is built on five pillars. Hajj is one of the pillars, the foundation. Any building can't do without the foundation. And any building, if the architect has designed, you know, five pillars, you can't build four pillars or three pillars. No, it must be part of your, a Muslim's life, the Hajj. Since the, the day you become mukallif, you must have the desire and that worry and that looking forward that one day, inshallah, I'm going to perform my hajj. This is part of my, my my being a Muslim. And even after your hajj, it will stay with you until Allah takes you away from this world. You will always remember your hajj. Wallahi, jawat Muslimin, I can honestly tell you and those people who have been for hajj, they can also share with you. If you. If those people who have been for hajj, if they close their eyes now, they will see the tawaf in the Kaaba in front of him. They will see this the, the mas'ah, the place of making uh, side between Safa and Marwa. They will see Arafa right in front of him. Mina muzdalifah, Allah. It will never go away, Allah. So you will always be connected with that Hajj, and you will always remember that I, Allah, uh, gave me the privilege to to tawaf the baitullah. Allah has given me the privilege to visit the greatest human being that ever came to this world, our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Wallahi muslimin I say it almost every day now when I uh, batch out the hujads and, and I speak about hajj, one of the most special moments in the life of a Muslim is when you go to Medina and you stand a few meters away from the qabr of the greatest human being, the most beloved of Allah and the most beloved of all Muslims. And you say, As-salamu alayka ya Rasulullah. As-salamu alayka ya Habib Allah. Allah akbar. As-salam, oh the most beloved of Allah. Say, can you, stand you can't forget that moment, Allah akbar. And can you imagine Rasulullah greets you back and say to you, Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So, Zawadu so Muslimin, uh, a person that has been for hajj, you will always remember the fact that Allah has forgiven all his sins. So that's why the Hajj will stay with you. It's part of your foundation. So even if you have moved away from being obedient to Allah because of the Hajj, inshallah you will come back. And you're supposed to come back and realize that Allah has forgiven all my sins. And I've done wrong. I'm going to make tawbah to Allah again. That Hajj is part of you. It's part of the foundation of each and every Muslim. We also want to encourage and strongly motivate those couples who have marital problems or misunderstandings or interferences from the shaitan. Listen to the wording, interferences from the shaitan. We, 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 we want to encourage these those couples, make a firm intention and dedicated efforts to go on this holy journey together inshallah. With the barakah of this journey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cement and strengthen the relationship between you and your wife and you and your husband insha'Allah. I just want to remind those couples and everybody else of this important hadith. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Al-Hujjaj wal-Umar wafdullah. Those people going for Hajj or for Umrah, they are the honored guests. Of Allah They are so much honored Whenever they make dua On this journey Allah will accept all their duas You know the, the children of today They've got the uh, highlighters And they highlight the important words So that they can remember it in the examinations You know when they come to the examinations It will flick in the minds, in the brains Because they have highlighted it the important words so you must please highlight these words. Allah will accept all your du'as. Allahu Akbar. Wallahi. Guaranteed. All of us, we make everyday du'a and we hope that Allah is going to accept our du'as. We, 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 we're we not sure. But when you go for hajj, you are guaranteed because you are the guest of Allah. And Allah is the... If you are the guest of Allah, what does it mean? Allah is your host. Allahu Akbar. Can you, can you just uh, uh, close your eyes and think about it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your host And there's no greater host than Allah There's no greater and more generous host than Allah Just to indicate to you my dear beloved ones How generous Allah is with the khujads The Nabi Muhammad says If you perform one salah in the Masjid al-Haram In the house of Allah in Mecca Allah gives you the reward of a hundred thousand salah Can you imagine? That, That is just to indicate to you your host, who is your host, Allah, and Allah is honouring you because you are the guest of Allah. We know most a person is very generous. If he invites his guests and his family, he want to honour them. He wants to give them everything, he gives them expensive gifts. He wants to give. Them. Now, now all of them together, Subhanallah, can't equal the generosity of Allah, Subhanahu wa Taala. Part of the the the, the generosity of Allah, those people going for Hajj on the day of Arafat, on the day of Arafat, when they are present on Arafat, at, at the time of Hukuf, they haven't yet asked Allah for forgiveness. Just the mere fact that they are on Arafat, the day of Arafat, Allah has forgiven all the sins. Let me repeat, my, my dear beloved ones, Allah has forgiven all the sins. Nothing is left behind. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The major sins, the minor sins, everything, is forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanallah. So the Nabi Muhammad says, the khujads, they are so much honored, whenever they make dua, Allah will accept all the us. So those couples with problems, Wallahi, when you go on this journey and you make dua, oh Allah grant me and my wife, grant me and my husband, to be successful in our marriage, oh Allah, protect our children, make our children of the salihin, make our children hafiz in the Quran, all those duas will accept it. Grant me and my wife to stay together forever, inshallah. Tant- until Allah grants us the Jannah, Ya Rabbal Alameen. May Allah accept all those du'as Ai, that the Hujajis are going to make. And then
1: also, as we go for the break, it says, Salam, Sheikh. We had a very good uplifting Hajj. Alhamdulillah. We shukar Allah, says Ya Allah, to be on mina, arafa, muzdalifa, and palting jamarat akbar, and doing the tawaful i and sa'i, and days of tashrik. We can only shukar Allah for our hajj well performed. Alhamdulillah, Allah grant all hujajah hajj ma'bul and ma'broor, inshallah, from last year. That was the anwa hujajah, it says there. Welcome back to our program. Do stay tuned. This is The Voice of the Cape 91.3. Our guest, it is our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And uh, just to look at one of those SMSs as well. It says here, Salam Sheikh. Honestly, I needed to hear this. Shukran for that message. And also another one says, um, in off we we'll just get to that one. It says, "Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh, with A kitab with all the duas. Minsa salkup. Inshallah. Shukran Inshallah. for the duas.
2: Um, InshaAllah. Uh, dear listeners, uh, shukran for all the SMSs. Uh, it's very uh, highly appreciated, uh, your SMSs. Um, going on with our lesson and, and encouraging our our brothers and sisters and those with uh, minor problems in the marriage or big problems in marriage to make niya inshallah. Tonight you stand up in the middle of the night and you say, oh Allah, I've made intention now to go hajj me and my wife, me and my husband, Allahu Akbar. You know, the, the first couple that lived from Portland's as he the couple, they, uh, The husband told me and my wife that uh, when his wife told him, "Look, uh, we we uh, we must go for Hajj," he said to his wife, "But but, but you, that Allah they are in Makkah now. Alhamdulillah, It's not about the money; it's about the desire to carry out one of the rukans, of, one of the arkans of hajj, and such an important part of, of your life as a Muslim, to go for hajj. Allahu Akbar. So the Nabi Muhammad says, the khujaj, when they make dua, Allah will accept all the duas. Allahu Akbar. When in istagfaru, and they are so much honored, the khujaj, whenever they ask Allah forgiveness, Allah will forgive all the sins. So we want to make use of the opportunity to encourage people to go for hajj. My dear beloved ones, allow me to drive home this vital point. And that is that we as parents and family and friends should encourage and urge and persuade and insist that couples should stay together and reconcile instead of breaking up. I'm I'm repeating that. We as parents... Grandparents, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters, cousins, friends should encourage and urge and persuade and insist that couples should stay together and reconcile instead of breaking up. And in no way should we so quickly support or encourage the idea of breaking up families. And if I speak about families... I speak about a mother, a father and children and most of the time they are young children. Sometimes the tala goes through and the baby is three months old, six weeks old, one year old. They don't know anything about this world and mother and father have decided to break up. I would love to to share with you, my dear listeners, two stories, true, beautiful, wonderful, true stories. And stories are so important for us. Like two weeks ago when Sheikh Yahya Al-Ghawthani uh, was here in Cape Town doing that workshop, uh, how to memorize the Quran in 56 days. And I can honestly tell you it's not about the 56 days. It's a, about so many other things. It's, it was a life-changing workshop. But when he spoke in Lentag here, and I want to share this with you. And, and this is the spirit of Islam. This is the spirit of the Muslimin. This is what the deen is all about, giving nas- nasiha. So I sh- share with you this valuable information. In Ilintakhi Mazid, Sheikh Yahya Huthani, he explained to us the deeper meaning of the following ayah. Allah says, Allah says, Forgive with your tongues and forgive with your heart, says Allah. Can you imagine Jamaat-Muslim? The advice and the guidance from the Quran. Allah says to you and to me, forgive not only with your tongue, but forgive from your heart. And then Sheikh Yahya told us a story. Also a true story. A very successful businessman in Syria, in Damascus. He had only one son. And as you know, uh, he would do everything for his son. His high school education, his university education, and whatever he can do for his son. And sadly one day, the, the child was in... The young man was involved in an accident and he died. The driver of the other vehicle, he was extremely heart sore, sad. And he called his family together while he still in, he was also injured while he was still in hospital. And he said to his family, please help me to gather a lot of money. So when I go to the father to ask forgiveness, I, I, I at least I want to offer this money. Finally, when they came to the father, the father said to them, Please take the money back I tell you now I make Allah my witness That I have forgiven you The driver I've forgiven you Here yeah, from my heart Allahu Akbar And then A few months after that The father became ill And paralyzed From above the knee Right down He couldn't walk Afterwards His friends and his family Advised him Why don't you go for Umrah He accepted the advice and He went for Umrah At that time Not too long ago If you can't walk, four men will carry you on, what they call a kursi. They will carry you around the Kaaba for tawaf. And he was on the kursi. And then he made dua. He said, oh Allah, I have forgiven that man. Oh Allah, if you know, ya Allah, if I have forgiven that man purely for your sake from my heart, please restore my health and grant me to walk again. Allahu Akbar. This man says, he immediately felt that the blood was flowing through his veins and he could walk. He told the four men, Stop, 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 put me down. And he completed the tawaf walking. Allahu Akbar. Allah Allah. Listening to what Allah says, Forgive with your tongue and forgive the heart. Jawaharlallah, so I'm going to give you the full package. What I mean by the full package, on that particular night, Sheikh Yahya told us in the masjid, I'm asking you now, now, if there is somebody in your heart a family member or a friend or a neighbor that you still don't want to forgive, I ask you now, decide now, now to forgive that person. Say, Oh Allah, I make you my witness that I have forgiven that person. And sometimes it's our own sister that we don't want to forgive, our own brother, our own uncle, own family, close friend. So I am repeating what Sheikh Yahya said. I'm asking you, dear listeners, if there's somebody in your heart that you don't want to forgive, listen to what Allah says. And there will be a lot of barakah and success in your life, inshallah. Now, I come to my story, two, two stories. The first one is at the beginning of this year, February, when I started my Hadz class. After the Hadz class, a lady came to me and said to me, Sheikh, many years ago, I applied for vasugh, a fasakh, a annulment of my marriage at the MGC. Sheikh came into the office, and this is what Sheikh said. Vandaag with the same uh, uh, um, way I said and expression on my face, today, there is nothing in the same she said to me, she said to me, the good news is that I and my husband, we have four lovely children, and we are going for hajj this year. Allah Akbar. So Muslim, this is a true story. This is a true story. Just imagine what could have happened if, uh, you know, the vasag was given, and, and, and there was a breakup of the marriage. She says they've got four lovely children She's happy And she and her husband They are going for Hajj this year The second story From my side Another couple in Mitchell's Plain Also in Portland I spoke to them That particular night I tried everything And I was about to give up hope Because I tried everything Fortunately, a family friend was present. He stood up. Wallahi, I can picture him. He stood up and he virtually cried. And he said to the couple, Do you know that a divorce is the most hated, permissible thing in the eyes of Allah? Wit julle dat Allah se arskit van die mensen oprik? Do you realize what is going to happen to your children? Wallahi, this man, his words and his, and way he gepraat het en geheel het, Changed the heart of that woman And she decided to stay in the marriage That, that is now about 20 years ago Jamaatul Bismillah That couple is still together Alhamdulillah Now, 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 now The reason why I, I have chosen This particular story, the second one Is to prove to you, my dear listeners That you can Also save marriages And save families You can play a role You can make a difference so what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm going to share with you some serious information. And this is all in the spirit of trying to keep families together and trying to save marriages and not to give up hope and especially not to give up hope of the mercy of Allah and the help of Allah. And this is now very serious information. One Thursday at the MGC, uh, I was... Always uh, enjoying, uh, you know, sitting and 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 being with Maulana Yusuf Karan. May Allah grant him Jannah to fear those yes. Allah Akbar. And and this woman, uh, in the in the, is a final Sharia court hearing, and she said to us that her husband, he, believe it or not, Jamaat Muslim, believe it or not, her husband, this is the allegation, he has got twenty two children around here in in South Africa. In Neisner, in George, in Mosel, by. 22, lost And she wants to get out of the marriage Any one of us would say Ah, Khotala, Difro deserve A fasakh And yes, he deserves a fasakh But listen to this But first, before I'm going to tell you What I told this woman My dear brothers and sisters, mothers, fathers If this, the same person If he goes to Allah And he says, Ya Allah I have, I've made Zina I had made 22 children, illegitimate children. I'm, I'm asking you, maaf ya Allah. I'm begging you, ya Allah, forgive me, Allah. toba ya Allah. Honestly, Jamaatul Muslim. what is going to happen? You know the answer. Allah will forgive. Allah will forgive. Walana Aslam, hmm. we will later on. On that, but, inshallah.
1: Note, on that note, inshallah, we're going to go for a quick ad and we'll come back and we'll allow Sheikh to continue.
0: Of the Cape, 91.3 FM
5: stereo.
0: My radio station, your radio station,
5: our
1: radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome once again back to our program here on The Voice of the Cape. Uh, we do, uh, the time is going so very quick here at the studio. And uh, let me just read through one or two of those SMSs that, uh, that has come through. It says "Yes, yeah, Salam Sheikh Shukran for this program. I embraced Islam at the age 22, got married, went for Hajj, young age at 35 with husband, now Al-shallah. married for 30 years, al-hamdulillah, alhamdulillah, and still going very strong. Good advice for young couples, inshallah, it says.
2: Alhamdulillah. Shukran for that uh, uh, dear sister that uh, gave us uh, that information, MashaAllah. jamaat e I we were on a very important point uh, just before the advertisement break. And that is uh, this person that the wife says that he has got 22 illegitimate children outside their marriage. Ya, salaam. Everybody will write him off. Everybody will say to her, yes. Well, I ask the question now. If the same person goes to Allah and he says, Ya Allah, outside my marriage, I ask you forgiveness, Ya Allah. The question is, will Allah refuse him? Your answer is in the Quran, my dear listeners. Allah says, explaining the muttaqin. Allah, explaining the mutaqeen. I'm repeating for the third time. Allah in this ayah explains who are the muttaqin, And Allah says, Wallazeena ida fa'alu fa'akishatan. Allah Allah says and and the qualities of the mutaqeen are those people we have done fakhisha zina immoral sex ya yeah, salam huh? oh they have wronged themselves And then they remembered Allah They remembered Allah Ya Allah I've done this wrong And he think about Allah And the greatness of Allah And he feel ashamed of himself And he continuously asks Allah forgiveness Ya Allah forgive me Ya Allah Forgive me Ya Allah And Allah asks in between this ayah And who else can forgive those sins in Allah Who else? And they don't continue. These are the qualities of the muttaqeen. He has done that, all the wrong with 22 women. But he stopped. He, he, he made tawbah to Allah sincere tawbah. Tawbah Allahu Akbar. So now I come to my part, Jamat al I told this lady and it was almost, it was almost like a guarantee that she's going to get a fasakh today. I said to my sister, please give this man another chance. Or you can, I told her, you can even call it a final chance. Just give me, f- it might just be that he's going to be the husband that you wanted him always to be. Yeah. If Allah is prepared to accept him, please accept him. Give him another chance. If Allah is prepared to give him another chance, why can't you give him another chance? So Muslimin, according to my information, alhamdulillah, the couple didn't return. I was told for a few years there in that, uh, every Thursday, they didn't return, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. If Allah can accept us, or accept the, that particular person, why can't we forgive Allah? Akbar? My dear beloved ones, when I was a student, at the feet of my Honorable Ustaz, Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir, may Allah grant Sheikh Muhammad, uh, Muhammad Amin, many, many years, Allah Akbar. Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir is a person that has dedicated his Love. life for the benefit of the Ummah. The book, for example, it is written, al Mufida, a book that benefits, not only in Cape Town, the whole of South Africa, even people in New Zealand, in Australia, wherever in the world, people would love to have this book, al Mufida with them, alhamdulillah. So uh, what I want to say is, one Saturday in our class with uh, our beloved Ustaz, Sheikh Mohammed Amin Fakir, Sheikh explained and read out of a kitab that the shayateen of jinn, they also have the conferences. And, and, and then they must report back to the main Iblis what they have done. Uh, no, 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 just to, to join the two, and I maybe didn't uh, 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 listen properly, but I didn't realize it's a hadith of the Nabi Muhammad SAW until about four years ago when I sat in the haram of Makkah and the Imam of the haram of Makkah made this khutbah and he said, he, he narrated it is a hadith, sahih, authentic hadith from the Nabi Muhammad that the shayateen of jinn, they have conferences and they must report back and the one will say that I call somebody to make zina, The, shay, the big shaytan will say, okay, okay, sit down. is actually by gedoen, but anyway, sit down. I've called somebody to gamble. Okay, sit down. I've called somebody to do this and to do that. Until the one says that I have managed to break up a family. Then the big shaitan says to him, you have done the best and you come here and you sit next to me. I'm repeating myself, I didn't know it's a hadith. I, that I know it's a So I want to share with you. This is a hadith of Rasulullah. How shaitan, the best work for the shaitan is to break up families. So I want to motivate and drive again home this point of making sure that we as family and friends, that we Encourage people and urge people To stay together for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala My my dear beloved ones We we are almost at the end of the program I want want to make use of this opportunity To say that the month of Ramadan has passed on More than a month ago And it is absolutely necessary That we should have introduced And brought about Changes in our lives, so you must allow me to ask first myself, and then your honourable selves. I'm saying again, the month of Ramadan has passed on more than a month ago. Have we brought any changes to our lives? Or honestly, look at ourselves: are we still the same? And and I want to say to you, and it is not too late to decide. No, 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 I, otherwise the month of Ramadan was of no benefit for me. So it is not too late to decide though today that now I must introduce and bring about changes in my life. I can't allow that this year is going to be the same until next Ramadan. Because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man istawawu yawmahu So makhboon. whosoever's two consecutive days are the same, then you are a loser. Now what about two years being the same? And you know, my dear listeners That Allah says That Allah has made the month of Ramadan compulsory لَعَلَّكُمْ تتكون, With the hope from Allah That you are going to change That you are going to get closer to Allah That you are going to become a person of piety That you are going to become of the saliheen Allahu Akbar So what does this mean? So I, 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 want, I want to suggest I want to, Because that is, this is what the radio is all about this is what this program is all about This is what we are all about As Muslims To advise one another I, I want to say An advice to, to your honorable selves And myself first One of the changes that we need to bring is Instead of Waiting for the Adan to go And then we quickly go The ladies at home also And the men Who salah at home And I would encourage the men to One of the changes to make your salah in the masjid The point I want to make is Instead of 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 just quickly waiting for the Adhan Or after the Adhan or later uh, We don't make Salah on time Two o'clock or half past two or Just before Maghrib we're going to make Asr The the advice advice I want to give is Prepare ourselves to be ready Ten minutes before the Adhan And in the ten minutes You can say You can do so many good things For example, I've said that It takes you two minutes to say La Ilaha illallah hundred times I also timed myself when I came. Um, so I, I read Subhanallah, Bihamdi, Subhanallah, Al Azim. It takes you a, 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 minute and 15, a minute and 15 seconds to say it 33 times. Subhanallah, Bihamdi, Subhanallah, Al Azim. In other words, it will take you just under four minutes to say a hundred times. Subhanallah, Bihamdi, Subhanallah, Al Azim. Jamat Muslim, I'm very serious when I give this advice. I repeat myself, I'm very serious. We need to bring these changes in our lives. We can't allow that life is still the same. Ten minutes before the time, ten minutes, the ladies all said, Home, stop everything. Ten to one, you are prepared, you sit on your musalla, you wait for the adhan to come, but you are connected to Allah hundred times, la ilaha illallah. hundred times, subhanallah bihamdi subhanallah al-azim. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, the first part of that dhikr, if you say it hundred times, subhanallah subhanallah bihamdi. Huh? That's the first part. If you say it hundred times per day, Allah will forgive all your sins. al isad su so he came up the sea, says Rasulullah. Ya salam. And in that, in that ten minutes, you can say a hundred times Astaghfirullah In that ten minutes You can include To say a hundred times Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad Now at Muslim, I also advise the way forward If you are not doing it yet I would advise you Start to fast Three days of each and every month And whilst I'm at fasting You know uh, uh, um, Unfortunately a lot of Muslims didn't make good use of the fact that Rasulullah says, whosoever fasts the month of Ramadan and follows it up with six days of so well, then it is as if you've fasted the Dahr Kullu. Dahr Kullu means your whole lifetime. In other words, every year, you, you you fasted six days. It's almost like, and because you do it every year, it's almost like doing it for your whole life you are fasting. Unfortunately, we didn't make use of the opportunity. I'm asking you, Jamaatul Muslimin, Make niya, inshaAllah. If Allah is going to grant you another Ramadan and again shawwal, make now niya that you're not going to miss out. And I want to tell you also that soon the 10 days of Dil-Hijjah will appear inshaAllah. And the Nabi Muhammad says about these 10 days, مِنْ اَيَّامٍ الْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحِ فِي اللَّهِ مِنْ There are no days in the whole year when your good deeds are more loved by Allah. Listen what Rasulullah says, there are no days in the whole year where your good deeds are more loved by Allah than these 10 days. So the first 9 days of the Hijjah fast or at least half of the 9 days fast, 4 or 5 days. We can't. You can't allow these opportunities to, to go by Jama'at Muslimin. And then I also want to say that we, we need to raise our levels of spirituality and feelings and passion in our Salah. Not just so, so quickly Salah. We must, we must we must, really make our Salah with Khushu, with humility. I'm, I'm saying again, attending the Masjid. And I'm saying to the women also, the, 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 the wives of Rasulullah used to make Fajr Salah in the Masjid. And also make more time, more time for the Holy Quran. Jamat Muslimin. With these few words, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, may Allah grant us that the rest of our lives is going to be the best part of our lives. May Allah grant all those couples with marital problems, Allah resolve their problems, inshallah, and mm-hmm. that they reconcile their differences. I, I, I just want to uh, make mention that um, a few du'as, mulana uh, islam one of the giants of Cape Town has died in this week, Ajay Amina Benjamin. She was a stalwart of this community, Yes, I love. so busy in the community. May Allah grant the jannatul for those and put uh, sabr in the hearts of the family. Also, uh, one of our Musallis at Portance Masjid put salim from the It was very close to my heart. Allahu Akbar. Uh, 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 altijd Muslim, like, imam what he, mm. uh altyd moos nou, like iemand wat naam ge- gebrek, for example as ek sê bruss hoe gaan ons inshallah as ons gaan doen, boete in Jannah, hoe billig ons imagine ek sien Salim is <laughs> uh, naam he altijd yes, Allah yes. Wa- and he had a beautiful ending, may Allah grant him jannah, for those <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, the brother of um Imam Farid Mani, Ajis Ma'il Mani, what a lovely person, mashallah. We will always remember, may Allah grant him, Jannah those. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I just want to make a special dua for a very special person, my youngest aunt, Ajay Amina Jakut, uh, near Fredericks, my, the youngest sister of my mother. Uh, it's her birthday today, may Allah grant her uh, all the khair and barakah, inshallah, all the wishes. Mm-hmm. May Allah protect her children and her grandchildren, make them of the salihin. And we just want to say from all of us that we love her dearly and she's very special to us. And may Allah grant her a beautiful day and a beautiful ending of this world, inshallah, and all of us. May Allah grant our ending to be with la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
1: I mean, thank very much for Sheikh for sh- uh, sharing this advice with us today. And may Allah accept also those duas that Sheikh has been making for all the people all these years, and continue to do. May Allah afford that for Sheikh as well, and may Allah preserve and protect Sheikh. Sheikh long life um, to still be here uh, to benefit uh, the community and to still be, Alhamdulillah. So that concludes our program, Atiyah Bida Muhammad on that side. And uh, we had a very wonderful program today, Alhamdulillah, very fortunate we are indeed. It is 5 to 1, we have to conclude at this time. Have a wonderful week ahead, inshallah, in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah guide and protect our youth as well. And uh, until we meet and speak once again, inshallah ta'ala, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.